It's patriotic to get this done. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hey, Larry, episode number 16, sweet 16. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Hey, has that old Ringo Starr song been banned yet? You're, you're, you're 16, you're beautiful in your mind. That sounds awfully uh, dicey, doesn't <laughs> it? It, it does. But then yeah. you have to go to was a Chuck Berry, Sweet Little Sixteen. Right, right. Which I think was covered by just about everybody that was yes. an early rock and roll. Things were different. I mean, this we talked about, I believe, when we had the story about Mick Jagger and Brown Sugar and the other songs right, they were right. going after where you brought up. It's like, well, at the time, the age of consent in the UK was 15. So that was there was a you know right. a line in one of the other songs like well i you know i know you're 15 or something like that and it's like well yeah but this was a different time and people have to sure. understand that but we're past that now we're on 16 now we're way 16. Yeah. We're way older we're old yes <laughs> this show's almost got wrinkles for christ's sake i know getting there quick <laughs> but it's the way people look at things and it's the way they process things and it's interesting to see how culture changes with things like that or even trying to wrap my brain around what it was like when elvis presley came out and it was a big deal that he was moving his hips and i mean this kind of stuff that i didn't live through that my parents did and it's like now you look back on this and go well that's absolutely nothing i mean who cares now the stuff that they get away with on television and movies and it's being pushed that's true that is true yes but uh here in the weekend chicago 29 shot three fatally so i mean fatalities are down which is good three fatally but the mm-hmm. uh the robberies mm-hmm. are going on yeah they are it was like two million dollars in watches or something was, <laughs> was... I, you know what i read that story and i thought i have to ask darren about that because um, it was very shoddy reporting. They, they had video of the guys, you know, doing the smash and grab. And then they said they got some watches. And the headline, I think, said a million or two million dollars. You know, even if they're all Rolex subs, that's a lot of fucking watches. Yes. Really and you have to be going by retail value. And- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, what you know, what's the real deal behind it? I don't know. It sounded a little bit, uh, I don't know, what? Um well, I mean, I, well, it's like you're going after again. Well, it's okay because it's a super rich company. I mean, obviously, anybody that would have watches like that, but I just want to know how you unload that kind of merchant. I mean, I understand if you're when they're stealing the hair product and the cheaper stuff from the grocery stores, you can sell it to <laughs> yeah. anybody on the street. Right, right. I mean, if you steal a $50,000 watch, where are you selling that? Good point. You know, it's just. At least they're gonna be like, "Well, I'll sell it for twenty bucks." I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing, but Law and Order is falling away. Hey, there was you know what I should have I should have clipped this, but I shame on me I didn't. There's a uh, there was a statement by the head of apparently I didn't even know this that uh, Los Angeles has like a, a patrolman's benevolent association, some you know an advocate. For the cops. And this guy, this guy made a statement a few days ago saying, hey, to, hey, hey, everybody out there and the rest of the world, you tourists, you know, if you're thinking of checking out L.A. for the holidays, I suggest you don't. Yes. You're on. Did you see that? As a matter of fact, my message to anybody considering coming to Los Angeles, especially during the holiday season, is don't. <laughs> yes. There you go. Great minds think alike. <laughs> Thank you, Darren. Wow. And yeah. the other on. Yeah. Unbefuckin'-leavable. It was a whole yeah. news report, but it's like, welcome yeah. to L.A. They talked to a woman in the same report that was like, I moved here from Wisconsin yes. six months ago, and 
And could she have been any better looking? I like, we know why you moved here. You want to crack those studios. I mean, that chick had some great face. I only I, I only had the audio. I, I pulled this oh. from the no agenda list eclipse oh. from yesterday. You, she had it going on, man. Wow. So, so I need yeah. to find the video of that now. Mm-hmm. So it's a yeah. let's move to L.A. to be an actress thing. And it's weird. Does that still happen? Why do you need to be in L.A.? Why do you need to be anywhere? Yeah. It still does. It's still, you know, it's a good point. Good question, but it, it's still the case. And also she said, if you noted, you know, I never leave my place at night without carrying something. And like, right. well, carrying what? What do you got in there, honey? You got a, you got a 32 in there. You got a can of mace, a right. sap. What is it? You know, I'm very curious. I want details. Yeah, because you have to. You have to be able to protect yourself because the police are unable to do it. Yeah. And you don't have time. When somebody's attacking you physically, especially, it's one thing, you know, your car gets stolen, you know, that's an inconvenience. But if somebody physically attacks you, you have to be able to protect yourself. You know, even before this defunding shit, I mean, LAPD was, you know, they they could take quite a while. I had a a long time ago when my my first daughter was a baby. Had a home invasion thing going on, guy trying to kick in my front door and uh, had my my wife dialed 911. This is about four in the morning. And, um, you know, I was able to, <laughs> I, I was armed and, uh, he, uh, he went away when he got a look, uh, at what was on the other side of the door. Um, but the cops showed up 35 minutes later. Imagine wow. that. Hysterical woman on the phone, Sam, you know, I'm locked in the bedroom with my, my baby. My husband's out at the front door. That guy's trying to kick it in 35 minutes later. This is why you have to be prepared. This is why all these anti-gun assholes should shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because when seconds count, the police are only minutes away. Well, because the criminals that's going to bust your door (laughs) down most likely has a weapon. Yeah. So what is this concept that, oh, you know, if they're not there to hurt you, though, you can't shoot them. It's like, no, the minute they come through the door. Right. Then. Bang. Yeah. I'm asking Mm -hmm. questions later. That just seems to be the only reasonable way to go about it because there's there's nothing else that makes sense as far as logic to me if somebody's going to break into your house especially like you said this is when it usually i mean there's robberies at all times but a lot of this stuff goes on at that kind of a time like you said four in the morning where they're figuring Mm -hmm. people are going to be asleep so you're going to be able to get into the house without anybody giving you a problem at least not the second you come through the door right and it's dark waking people up in the middle of the night you're disorientated disoriented and who knows what's going to happen which if everybody had a gun maybe people would think twice about coming into the house to begin sure. with there's been a few stories recently of carjackings gone wrong because the women that were being carjacked just happened to have a gun Yes. And the one you want to have is is Adam Curry's little buddy, the judge. <laughs> I want that gun, but it's not legal in California, of course. Oh, right? which, oh why? What part oh, makes great. it? It's, because you can shoot the shotgun shells out of a pistol? Yeah, exactly. I think I think Taurus makes it. I think. I'm not sure, but I think so. And yeah, it's Taurus like a Derringer. It's, a, it's an over-under Derringer. And one chamber holds a 410 uh, shotgun shell. And the other, I think, a 357. So it's the perfect, you know, it's like you like you can take your pick, I guess. Do you, you want to kill them dead <laughs> with a 357 and yeah. hit that one first? Or go or just, like, remove most of his face with the spray from the uh, 410? It's, it's really good for, for carjackings because it's a nice close-up, you know, weapon. Yeah. Well, right, because you get a nice spray, and uh, yeah. most likely you're going to hit whoever. And it's once it's beyond a certain amount of feet, because it is more of a buckshot type thing it's not like you're going to do damage to somebody further away right there's a yeah there's a you know diminishing returns over that yeah uh this is great i remember i remember when i first started listening no agenda uh adam and john talked about how he scared the piss out of uh who's that te- leo leo the tech guy. yeah uh and and i guess it was like a zoom thing and he, he actually right. adam pulled out pulled out his judge you know like wyatt earp and Laporte got very quiet, very, very yes. upset. He, did, he didn't like that. Yeah, it was right after Adam Curry moved to Texas. And Leo just made an offhanded comment like, hey, does everybody there have a gun? 
And within like three seconds, it was on screen. Like, and I was like, why? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And he talked about, he's like, it's amazing. People are very polite because, oh, everybody has you know, a gun. There was a time before I uh, got married and started a family uh, in LA where I got into shotgunning. And I mean, it, I was out of my mind. I mean, I was at that range of both days of the weekend and usually one or two nights a week. I mean, I shot so much. I literally sh completely shot out two 12 gauge guns that had to be rebuilt. So I'm you're talking hundreds of thousands <laughs> of rounds. Okay. I, okay. Never. I never even saw one, not, not even an argument. I never saw a fucking dirty look at a skeet range ever. People are really polite under those circumstances. Yeah. Okay. Society, a society <laughs> that is well-armed is a polite society because you yeah. have that instantaneous respect, or at least you think twice about picking any kind of fight or any kind of altercation with somebody. It's a great equalizer because it doesn't matter if it's male or female, doesn't matter how big yeah. or small. That is the great equalizer. Yeah. And the, this concept that people shouldn't be able to protect themselves makes zero sense. And it's really a shame that a town like L.A., which, I mean, I know it's a big town and uh, you're always going to have crime, as we always have had in the Chicago area, as they have in New York. Mm. But when I was in New York back in 1985 to see Tom Seaver win his 300th game, taking the you know, the subway system out to Yankee Stadium. I mean, it was like being downtown Chicago. I wasn't like fearful. It's like, I mean, you know, that well, you should have been probably. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, you know, going from uh, Grand Central Station out to the Bronx. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I'd been on the L here in Chicago around Comiskey Park, and it wasn't that much different. At least it didn't seem to me. I could have just been completely ignorant at the time. But now yeah. it's like, this seems like it's just open season with drug use, violent crimes and assaults going on, even on the mass transit systems. And it's just like they can't do anything anymore. Yeah. And it's sad that places like Los Angeles and San Francisco that I'm sure are beautiful places. Oh. Uh, it, it, it really kind of kills that tourism industry when it's like, hey, come for the museums and probably get mugged or killed or yes mm. <laughs> that's the new slogan hey. mexico's the same way though with the crime now with these resorts with uh you know gang wars going on on the beach while people are trying oh, yeah. to get a tan sure sure it's yeah it's, i mean it's always been that way i mean a long time ago i was down in uh cancun and um boy i can every single hotel along that strip which is massive um, had, you know, a big dude, you know, right out front with a big hog leg on his hip. And um, because it was just like, hey, don't fuck with us. And they, they don't fuck around, those guys. You know, <laughs> It's a different mindset down there. And that was then. So I can't imagine how much worse it could be now. Yeah. Insanity. Pure insanity. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, this is what happens when you do the research and see who is in charge in a vast majority, at least here in the United States, the cities that are the worst, I would like you to find one that is led by anything but a Democrat, if you can, because I don't think it exists right now. Any of these mm -hmm. cities that are going down the toilet, especially because they don't want to prosecute criminals. Right. And, uh, you know, here in Chicago, we had the Jussie Smollett thing go on. And of course, you see, uh, yeah. Guilty on five of six accounts in a jury member that didn't interview said they thought they were just doing him a favor and being nice, not making it six out of six. So this was not a well, they threw, which charge did they throw out? Which which one uh, didn't it, they get him on? It was one about lying to the police because the guy was wearing a mask or something. So, I mean, this was a uh, yeah. one of the technicality portions yeah. of what went on here the city of chicago though is going to file a lawsuit against him for the hundred and thirty thousand dollars the case cost the that. city of chicago <laughs> you know which rightfully yeah. so i mean he's yeah. still claiming that this happened which is well he will be uh it's gonna be all flipped on appeal that's what he said he's a hundred percent sure darren so <laughs> you know, just he knows
you know, I haven't heard anything from uh, what Michelle Obama, Kamala Harris, all the yeah. people that came Where out right they? away. Where are they? They are yeah. as invisible as the MAGA people that uh, attacked him. And I knew, I knew from minute number one, because it was one of the coldest nights we'd had in Chicago in a long time. This wasn't like it was just cold out because it gets cold in Chicago. This was during one of those polar vortex events where Mm. it was in the negative range big time. It was two or three in the morning and he just decided to go out and get a subway sandwich because, you know, that's what you do at two or (laughs) three in the morning when it's that cold outside. You're like, you know, I've got nothing in the house. I need to go get a sub sandwich at that time but what got me immediately was these were allegedly two random maga hat wearing people that attacked him and he said they called him the n-word okay that if you're going to be a racist attacking somebody sure but he also said they called him a faggot which means you would have to know who he was and that he was gay. <laughs> and what are the odds of two random guys seeing you outside a sub shop at two in the morning on a polar vortex night in Chicago are going to be able to recognize you and allegedly yeah. attack you? Not just because you were black. And again, this would totally erase the hate crime bit. It's because they knew who you were as an individual. Right. Well, somebody should have reminded Jussie, you know, at the trial, Jussie, you're an actor, not a screenwriter. Yes. Don't do that. Yes. (laughs) Do not venture out of your lane. (laughs) It didn't work well. And then when the chief of police, who is now no longer because he had some kind of, you know, found drunk in his car or something, but uh, the guy that was was cool. I remember he was he was rip shit pissed off. Yes. I liked him. Eddie Johnson. What what, they they canceled him. What happened there? Yeah, they found him, I guess, drunk asleep in a squad car. So that was that was pretty much the end of him. But he said, you know, when this all went down, if Jesse would have just apologized, it would have gone away. That's all he needed to do was say this got out of control. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for wasting your time. I'm sorry for wasting the city's resources, but it's because of what Jussie's still doing now, which is claiming this really happened, that he went down the path that he had to go down. Is he going to do any time? Oh, it's possible. I mean, I don't don't think the sentencing part has come out. It's possible if he were to get the maximum, which I highly, highly doubt. But even if he were to get the maximum penalty, it could be up to 20 years, which means Really slapping him with anything. I mean, well, let's look at what's happened in the last few years with Felicity Huffman and uh, Aunt Becky from Full House. What's her name? That they both went to jail over getting their kids into college. So really, you know, if you're Mm. going to have these two people do time, women do time, then a guy who commits a hate crime fraud. I don't know. Getting your kid into college, bribing somebody to get your kid into college or committing a fraud about a hate crime that, as it was pointed out, even by the guy, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, that played his father on Empire. He said, you know, this was really bad because for people to believe this, this could have caused a much bigger problem. Oh, yeah. Between black and white people. Sure. Yeah. Could have ignited. uh... A lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. So this is not something that you're like, well, I just committed a little bit of fraud that had no possibility of going bad. It's like this could have caused some people to get really hurt, injured, get killed because you wanted to what? Help your career? Yeah, wanted more money. Yeah. You know, and this it seems that the evidence that was there, and which is what the guy that plays his father on Empire said, he's like, This was a jury. 12 people who should have been impartial, who looked at all of the evidence presented, found him guilty. And he's like, I have no problem with that. So, I mean, kudos to him for seeing that. Jesse, on the other hand, not so much. But it seems like the evidence that was presented showed, well, you knew these guys. 
you bought the rope or they bought the rope and then you bought the hats or they, I mean, there was enough evidence linking him to all of this that this is really reminding me of like, as a kid, somebody saw you do something, but you're just like, nope, didn't do it. Just you stick to your story. Has anybody said that this guy's really an imbecile? I mean, how, how dumb do you have to be to you concoct something like that and then think you're going to get away with it? Yes, especially on the streets of Chicago, where there are a lot of cameras. Every street, everywhere, with surveillance in America. I mean, my God, right? It's hard to do anything now yeah, without being picked up on camera. Sure. And that's scary, but in a case like this, they're going to be able to go, and if you walked up and down a block or two, they'll find you. You know, if a sure. random red light camera or if a car, you know, drove by with a dash cam and they were able to get this data, yeah. you know, everything goes to the cloud. It's it's not really an easy thing in a major metropolitan area, especially to get away with something without leaving any evidence. Even this stuff when they went to buy, if you go to buy a couple of red hats, there's a really good chance that you're on video. buying the red hats now the question is will they be able to find that video and get it before it's erased because a lot of stores that do take video erase it like every month there's a rotating thing that goes around they're all just on big hard drives and you know you keep the last x amount of days so yeah a uh there's a sense of urgency of getting all of this but I guess maybe he just thought he was really good. Maybe he bought his own hype. Maybe he thinks he's a better actor than he is. Well, of course, uh, don't they all? Everybody, all actors think they're brilliant, right? I mean, yeah. what was he making? And besides, you know, he, it's not easy to get him by. And was it, over 100 grand an episode he was getting, I think. I mean, who can? I don't know, but I don't make that on, on the show yet, Larry. So, I mean, we need I to. I don't know. Well, you better step it up. <laughs> I know. Come on. It's like that is you're you're talking a whole different uh, amount of cash when you get to that point. And I think there is a disconnect when you start making a certain amount of money, just like we can talk about Biden and inflation and all of the comments from the left, from Pisaki and all this, where it's like, no, this is a good thing. This shows that we're on we're on a good rebound and, you know, ignoring the fact that. Yeah, there are some people that have gotten raises. There are some people that were able to quit the lower paying jobs and get better paying jobs because there is still a big need for employees. But the last numbers I saw said that the average, and I don't know where this is because inflation is vastly different if you live in New York or Chicago than it is out in the middle of Wyoming, I believe you know, as far as what you're paying, but they're like the average yes. family is paying $4,000 more this year for just whatever they need, food, electric, and all that than they were last year. So that's a big jump, $4,000 for the average family. Hell yeah. Sure. It's absurd. I mean, every trip to the supermarket is, you know, it's, it's you know, three things is 50 bucks. It's absurd. And I, and I, I there's a clip of um, Joey talking about how, you know, gas is, it's up to, you know, it's over $3. No, Joey, it's over $5 in Los Angeles. I don't know about you. In fact, Joey, do you ever stick a nozzle in that, uh, that armor, armor clad SUV that uh, they cart your ass around the world? And no, you don't. You have no idea what the fuck gas costs anywhere oh wasn't there wasn't there a uh thing where they made it look like he was driving a vehicle not that long ago where he wasn't (laughs) this is more hollywood magic joe biden can drive joe can drive i'm sure it was a google self-drive thing probably yeah but people are gonna see this i mean we saw it for the thanksgiving feast because we always buy from a local place that does the catering because i mean who really wants to get up at like four in the morning and start a turkey if you have a place that'll make it Mm -hmm. that's what we do and i think we talked about that we did and it was up from like 150 bucks the year before for the whole dinner up to like 200 so it's like you see that this is a pretty decent percentage going up and people are going to see this for christmas we've already talked about things like Mm -hmm. my nephew wanted a jersey (laughs) 
you know, White Sox jersey. And it's like, nope, can't get it. So between prices going up, between not being able to get what you want, people are noticing. And I just we bought our Christmas tree yesterday. Oh, how did that go? Bucks. 90 bucks for a well, 8850 or whatever for a, a you know, six foot tree. How about that? You like that's uh, what was it last so, year? Do you remember? Probably like 75. Pro- no, it was probably like uh, 60. Wow. OK, so a big yeah. jump. Big jump. Yeah. How dare you celebrate Christmas, though, Larry? Well, that's true. It's it's a land of lowered expectations. Right. It's it's evening in America. Now, I mean, if you're having anybody over at the house, I mean, I hope you're checking vax cards for people coming in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hire a guy to stand at the door, some (laughs) elephant with a gun. Yeah. In a Santa suit to make it festive. Yeah. You know, take the edge off. But but not not the Santa beard. I think just the Santa suit. Think like Billy Bob Thornton in uh, Bad Santa. There you go. And just reeking of alcohol and chain smoking cigarettes. That would be who you want at your door mm-hmm. to check. But you had a clip here from your favorite guy, uh, Anthony Fauci. Yeah. Anthony, Tony, Tony Fauci. He's going to talk to you about some stuff. You got to listen tight. He's going to yeah. save Christmas. And I'm hearing from so many vaccinated people who feel as if, you know, there may be some personal rewards for getting vaccinated, but they still face all these restrictions and measures. Well, yes, that is just the reality of the situation. I mean, one Stop. thing that vaccinated Uh-oh, people. The reality of the situation. Okay, the, right. the reality of the situation. What does that mean? Isn't that something? That's the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is. You know, everybody said, hey, and there's another clip of Joey saying, declaring it, you get vaxxed, you're good to go. No more masks, no more worries, you're bulletproof. The reality of the situation, that's his way of saying, guess this fuck, I oversold these fucking vaccines because they're really not doing shit. Let's see what Anthony says here. Reality of the situation. I mean, one thing that vaccinated people can feel comfortable, for example, let's take the holiday setting. You're yes. with your family. You have grandparents and parents and children. When you get- okay, thanks for explaining what a family. What setting. a family is. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, this is. Thank you, Dad. See, this is at the core of these douchebags' brains. This arrogance. This fucking elitism. He needs to. He need. We need to be told what a family is by that fucking moron. Well, he, I also look at this as he is trying to formulate an answer. Yes. So you have to throw some words in, too. So that may even be more Correct. nefarious than just being like, well, let me say what a family is. He's like, well, what do I have to say here? Because, right. I mean, you've done podcasts, too, all the time. If you have an answer you don't really know the answer to, a lot of times you you talk around a little bit while you're sure. <laughs> trying People to. People dance, yes. of course. The and verbal I, dance. And I yeah. think that may be what he was doing here a little bit. But it is. it does come off as so condescending, like, oh. you might have a family, like, you might have a father, you might have a mom, grandma. you might have a grandma, yeah. you might have an aunt, you, you never have, know. You might, might have a table, a fork, a chair, you know, you might have those things. I know I do. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> might got all these things, you might even have a fireplace, but in California, yeah. you probably can't light it. Yeah. It's okay. When you get vaccinated, and you have a vaccinated group, and you are in an indoor setting... You could enjoy, as we have traditionally over the years. That's a really long pause. I just, I mean, I paused it right as he was about right. to start speaking again. But it's like, you can enjoy. Yes, nothing. <laughs> yes. Because in another statement, he said within, I'm sure, Darren, within the past uh, two to four weeks, tops. I know. I, re- I He said, in fact, it was, I, I have the clip from, it's a, it's a long one, I can't fish it out now, but it was his statement about, as he pronounced it, Omnicron with Joey about <laughs> Omnicron. He actually said at the tail of that thing, you know, even if you're vaccinated, it might be wise to everybody should probably still mask up in, in close indoor situations. Well, which the fuck is it, Tony? Because three weeks ago with Joey, it was mask up even when you're vaxxed. Now, you should. You can be confident. But he doesn't. Say, he doesn't exactly. He doesn't say confident of what, does he? No, you can be confident of what. You can be confident what? that you're going to be at Christmas with your family. That's what you're yeah. getting. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'd like right. that we butchered Omicron as well. Which uh, it was interesting. Joe Rogan did as well. So there's something with that name that is. Was oh, Rogan? He's 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 mangling it too. I didn't know that. He did, <laughs> but he knew he wasn't getting it right, and he asked for uh, quali- uh, okay. quanti- quantification, whatever. This was when the. Uh, the interview he did with Ted Nugent, which I've only seen a couple little clips. I need to go 
and watch that whole thing because Ted's always entertaining no matter what. He always is. No question. Uncle Ted. But let's see what uh, Anthony says here. Dinners and gatherings within the home with people who are vaccinated. And that's the reason why people should, if they invite people over their home, essentially ask and maybe require that people show evidence that they are vaccinated. Okay, so show. Okay, I understand if you're concerned about something like that to ask your family members or your friends. I kind of understand that. That's fine. But then, you know, if I'm asking, uh, you know, Aunt Shirley, are you vaccinated? And Aunt Shirley says, yes, I am. Going, show me your papers is not exactly a cool thing to do to your friends or family. But he said you should be comfortable with that. <laughs> right. He just said comfortable. And and not- notice also his word choice, evidence of vaccination, because none of these fucks will say the truth. What he's talking about is a vaccine passport, but that won't cross his dirty little lying lips, will it? No. Evidence of, you know, confidence. Everything that comes out of that guy's mouth is bullshit. He is a politician. So, I mean, that those two. He's not a do- doctor. Exactly. Like I said last time, when's the fuck's the last time that asshole put a, a stethoscope around his neck and took his clipboard under his arm and his white coat and made the rounds at a hospital? He was probably, you know, 28 years old and he's about 100 now. Yeah. He's full of shit. Well, yeah. And then it's the amount of money that he is making from the things that he's being involved in. It, it should concern everybody that you have a person like this that is representing so much for a country the size of the United States. I would rather see a board of 10 doctors and then they can get together. Yeah. You know, seven of us think it's like the Supreme court, you know, seven say this, three say this or whatever it Mm -hmm. turns out to be having one just doesn't seem to make that much sense in issues like this. It does. If he is science, which he keeps telling us he is science. He is science. Doesn't he? Yes. I know. I know he is. But I mean, let's let's give credit where credit is due. He understands science better than Joey. Maybe (laughs) you think. Oh, man, I hope I hope. But I mean, here's a clip with Joey. The various shots that people are getting now cover that they're they're, You're okay. You're not going to you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations. Well, that's not really Mm. true. I think those guys, in fact, to Fauci's statement also about the family Christmas dinner, I mean, did, did, they, did they not see the story out of San Francisco a few days ago? With Then they were all vaccinated healthcare professionals from a hospital. Was it a Kaiser hospital, I think? Went to a wedding, they all came down with the fucking coof. Are you kidding? What confidence? Exactly what confidence? <laughs> I would say that would be zero. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, this is, again, it's so hard to get any kind of honest reporting on either side. I did find the story about the guy, I think it was in New Zealand. You see this guy where he was like charging people to go take their shot. So they would have a card or whatever they're doing there. And this guy allegedly got around maybe more than 10 MRNA vaccine shots in one day. Which what? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yes. This guy got himself injected ten times in a day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I guess for money because people were wanted to pay people who didn't want to pay the yeah bounties. Okay. Well, because people didn't want to get, you know, they need you know these areas are like, hey, get vaccinated or you're not keeping your job. Well, he would go in and be like, yes, I'm you know Larry or I'm Darren and here's my arm and they holy shit yeah. Which it's like, wow. okay, why is he not dead then for uh, for everybody that wants to think the vaccines are going to kill everybody? They're not. They wow. will cause issues with some people. There's no question about that. Yep. But there's been a lot of talk about the athletes that are dropping because of myocarditis. And everybody points to the fact that the mRNA vaccines have a side effect of myocarditis in young men, which is true. But then they totally ignore the fact that COVID causes myocarditis in young men as well. So. I want all the information. That's all. You're never going to get all the information. That's true. Which means nobody's ever going to know. Now, I mean, if I ran into somebody who was, you know, very vehement about an argument 
now that says, well, why are all the people in the hospital vaccinated? I'll be like, well, no, this guy just took their dose, obviously. You know, you can use these idiotic, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, this is why, because they just said they were vaxxed. We don't know that any of those people were vaxxed or not vaxxed. You know, that's the beauty, I guess, of at least our country and New Zealand, I guess, where you could just send somebody else in your stead. Yeah. But this is where all these arguments break down. It's like, because I can play that same stupid role and be like, well, I don't know. All those people maybe didn't even have a vaccine because this guy took their shot. Took their shot. It does seem that it's beginning to unravel, though. The, oh, yeah. Uh, the, whole, the whole narrative is kind of crumbling. And uh, we'll see where it all where it all nets out, you know. Um, I believe whether Omicron is that variant or not, I do believe that you will get to that point within the next six months to year, if this is not already yet, where the variant that becomes the most prominent is also just not much more than the common cold. Yeah. Well, you know what? Props to Dvorak. He kind of predicted that like a year ago, remember? Because he knows the history there. You know, that's there's people now looking back at like, well, what happened with the Spanish flu? What happened Mm -hmm. with this? And this is how it goes. It's very I don't even know if it's ever happened. I would say it was be very rare, but I'm not sure if there was ever a case where you had a pandemic where after a year, two years, three years, the variants got more severe it's like no they they go the other route because viruses they want to live and if they kill too many people they're not going to spread so it's it's a beautiful thing this whole circle of life but the viruses (laughs) they want to keep propagating yes and this is what usually happens this is why we have seasonal flus they all started out that somebody said that's the the spanish flu the descendant of that is still part of our seasonal flu package, but yes. nobody's worried about it because it kills I mean, some people. But I mean, obviously not last year because the flu was nowhere, but the flu will kill people just like COVID does. And it's just a question of the mortality rate, which is why there are some areas now. And one of them was in California. And I give them props. I forget the city. Maybe it was like San Diego. There was one that said. We're no longer paying any attention to cases. We're only paying attention to hospitalizations and deaths, which is something I've been saying for quite a while now, because cases, you know, one, yes, you can inflate that in so many different ways. Yes. And it's meaningless for all of the tests that somebody came back with a positive test. And they're like, well, I feel fine. I don't even I don't even have yeah. a runny nose. Yeah. But uh you know, there is I did pull a clip from a little longer clip from uh, Joey on the Tonight Show because uh, I thought this again really showed <laughs> his understanding uh, of the science. The bottom line is that the way to avoid this virus is to get two shots and then get the booster shot. OK, so to avoid this virus, get two shots and then the booster shot. Mm hmm. He does understand that if you're talking and again, there are different vaccines and I don't want to like nitpick that. But when I see a story that says got the vaccination, it's like you have to be a lot more specific. But Joey's talking about an mRNA vaccine. So he's talking Mm -hmm. about the Pfizer or the Moderna here in the United States. The process of getting two shots and a booster is you don't walk into the uh, CVS and go, Hey, give me two shots and a booster. <laughs> you get your first shot. You have to Unless wait. You're in New Zealand. Right. Yeah. That guy can do it. You can bring somebody with you. He'll get all three, but you go in for the first shot. The second shot for the Moderna and Pfizer. They're what? Like four to six weeks after that. Hmm. And then I think they want you to wait like four to six months after that to get the booster so this is this concept of the booster is not because you the first two weren't enough it's because they wear out it seems at least that's the excuse they're giving Hmm. so it's like you can't go this isn't like well if i need you to take a uh, you know a tylenol for pain once every four hours i can't take three and have it last 12 hours yes but uh, I don't think Joey understands that. He just knows what he's been told, which yeah. is you can avoid all of this by just getting the two shots and a booster. Well, when I was a kid, we had this neighbor whose like great grandmother lived with them. 
and she was uh, foreign born. You know, English was pretty, you know, pretty tough for her. And she was also kind of losing her stuff. And she developed a nasty cough and they got her, um, you know, whatever, that bottle of Romal or something, some, some cough medicine. <laughs> and they told her, okay, granny, you take, you know, one, one spoon in the morning, one spoon at night, you know, knock down this cough. And uh, so she, she just, when they weren't around, she downed the whole fucking bottle. Whoa. Glug, glug. Because, you know, why wait? Right. You know? So right. it's clear that's kind of Joey's mindset as well. Yes. It? This this yeah. will this will totally clear it up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you never know what's going to work. My wife has a sinus infection, and I've just been making her black tea with mm-hmm. a uh, a honey that has some chili pepper infused into it. And uh, then topping that off with some Rebel Yell bourbon, which for some reason <laughs> seems to work. How was that? I've never, I've always wondered about that. I mean, Billy Idol and, you know, is it any, I've never tasted it. Is it any good? You Rebel know, Yell. it's not the worst bourbon I've ever had. No, that's you no know, endorsement. Okay. It's not the, <laughs> uh, it's not high end stuff. There's no question okay. about that, but right. it goes really well in Coke. You know, well, the, right. the soft drink. <laughs> not so does turpentine. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Camouflage anything. You know, it's really nice, especially in uh, like a you know cinnamon kind of a coffee. Then that okay. works well in that. But I mean, All I right. just picked one up because the Billy Idol story, and yeah. which was a great story that he was drinking with the Rolling Stones. Yes. Which one? Who would have you know? What would you have paid to be a fly on the oh. wall? Oh man! At, at that gathering, right. but. This also says to me, these guys were drinking the bourbon just out of the bottles because mm. how else would you know if you're Billy Idol and you're sitting there with Mick Jagger and you're like, he's drinking a Rebel Yell bourbon. Well, how would you know if somebody had just poured that bourbon for him, you would just see him holding a glass. So I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mick's sitting there drinking this out of the bottle and Billy's looking at the name going. That'd be a hell of a song. Sure. And he finally brought it up to Mick, like, you know, and uh, and to Keith. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking that'd be a good song. You guys want it? And they're like, no. He's like, cool. So he went and wrote the song and the rest is rock and roll history. And it's probably only the only reason why people buy Rebel Yell Bourbon at this. Probably. Yeah. Billy should get a cut. He should. (laughs) But Joey should get a cut, too. There's no question. (laughs) It's available. We have the medicines available. It will make a gigantic difference. And even if you don't care so much about yourself, think about your kid, your brother, your sister, your co-worker. It make, and this stuff about, you know, Biden's mandating these things happening and it's un-American. Look at it this way. It's patriotic to get this done. Not a joke. Yeah. It's patriotic to get it done. It's patriotic. Patriotic. Okay, Joey. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that would come to mind as being patriotic that's not one of them yeah i'm not sure it is if if this was a much more deadly contagion and you can maybe make a case at that point but the reality seems to be that this is something that is waning Mm -hmm. we have very good data Showing if you're a young male, especially under the age of 20, wherever you want to make the cutoff, that's where the heart issues seem to happen. And that's the exact people they want to give shots to now. And that just makes me cringe because I know there's a Johnson and Johnson shot out there. That's not MRNA. That doesn't cause that, that you could give guys in that particular age range. So the, the fact that nobody ever talks about that. Now, this I would have a lot of respect for Anthony Fauci if he would have come out and said, well, here's what we know about the side effects. We still believe that overall the vaccines help. But if you're a male this age, you should probably get this. If you're a female this age, because they're the ones having the blood clots with the J&J, you should probably get this. But we never get any guidance like that. We just get no go get shot. Well, through this whole fucking hegira, the, you know, the, 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 the one you got the J and J has been the redheaded stepchild. I mean, it's always playing second fiddle. It's always like, oh yeah, you get that one too. Which if you, you know, I mean, like I said before, I mean, if I was going to do it, I, that's the one I do like you did. There's no fucking way I want somebody editing my DNA or anything, you know? 
Um, but that's interesting. And, and why would that be? Or do they have better lobbyists? Are they better connected with Joey, with the media? Probably. Know, the Pfizer guys. I've, I've never seen a statement from the J&J CEO anywhere. And it's this Borla douchebag. His fucking mug is all over uh, the internet constantly. Misinformation, you're, you're a criminal. Hey, Borla, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, and the interesting okay. thing is there's a... Uh, there was something with Johnson and Johnson on a multiple uh, melanoma treatment that they are coming out with now, which is just off the charts in the early testing doing well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. But I saw numbers the other day, which I knew less people had gotten the Johnson and Johnson. I didn't realize how much less. And I'm just remembering these numbers off the top of my head. So they may be wrong. but. The Pfizer, and this is doses, which means I get it. People get at least two doses of the Pfizer, and then they have the booster now. But the doses of the Pfizer in the U.S. were at like two and a half billion doses. Moderna was at a half a million doses. So that's a pretty big jump down between Mm -hmm. the Pfizer and the Moderna, which the Moderna one seems to last a heck of a lot longer at least according to lab results but you're going from 2.5 billion to a half a million to the johnson and johnson was like 140 million wow so it's like there are just so few people that have gone that route and i don't know maybe they just don't have the number maybe they're not able to produce as much but the viral vector uh vaccines which the johnson and johnson is wanted as is the astrazeneca in the uk yeah they seem to be a little bit more stable especially for men under 25 30 and uh, you know so if you have to get one it's it's very rare to hear of anybody having a major problem with that all of the heart issues which seems to be the main side effects are all coming from the mrna mm-hmm so, I mean, yeah. again, let's just pay attention and get the information and that and that could possibly be helpful. That could <laughs> be helpful. People don't want to pay attention, though. They really don't. No, they don't. They don't want to pay. You know, it's 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 a, the amount of money. And this is one thing that no agenda has been harping on for a long time. And if you're not listening to that show, you probably should. Yes, that they're not right about everything, but they hit a lot of stuff early, which is the most interesting thing to me and they've talked about for a long time the amount of money funding the mainstream media that comes from drug companies and you go well can you have an honest report on pfizer or moderna or j and j or any of these companies if they're the ones that are funding because it's sad when you look at the commercials that run And it doesn't matter which side of the aisle, whether it's MSNBC, CNN, Fox, it doesn't matter. No. You know, the ads are for drugs and, you know, pillows. I don't know what's uh, (laughs) right. You're right, man. Yeah, you're totally correct. But I think the whole thing is also, you know, aside from the uh, the tainting of the uh, of the editorial of these outlets, um, you know, it's also indicative of how uh, conventional media is in its death throes. I mean, the only people watching, you know, if it's not if it's not stuff from Pfizer or whatever, then it's it's ads for reverse mortgages and and uh, and gold bullion, right? And uh, uh, catheters and diapers, <laughs> you know. Yes. So what does that I mean? They're not stupid. I worked at a fucking network for a long time. I know we knew exactly who was watching every goddamn show at every minute. That shit's very accurate. Okay. They know, and they know that everybody watching conventional media is pretty much pretty damned old. So right, because they're the only ones that are still getting their news, yeah, via that medium. Yes, and that is an important thing to look at because somebody that is eighteen to twenty-five years old, where's the first place they're going for news? Most likely, social media. Absolutely. Which is why that is the problematic area for so many different things, because you can't tell what's real or what's not on social media. And people are so unhinged. There was a woman that posted a TikTok video, which is one of the worst social medias out there. But she posted a TikTok video while at work at a Costco somewhere, I think in uh, Texas. Mm 
that she just had the comment on there making $29 and 50 cents an hour just to draw smiley faces on receipts. And a lot of people got really upset about that because I mean, was that true? Yeah. Costco was paying her 30 bucks an hour to draw smiley faces. Costco pays really well. Well, if you're the one standing at the door, checking the receipt, that's how they usually do it is you have to put some kind of mark on it. And this is oh, okay. So okay. yeah, it's not just because you know, it's not just putting the drawing the smiley face because she's really good at drawing smiley faces. Although that would be one hell of a that would be a hell of a job to have. Really, be like, what are your qualifications? I can draw the best damn smiley face you've ever seen. But it's you know part of their loss prevention thing. There's somebody that stands at the door and checks your receipt going yeah. out more not to try to catch you stealing something because it's not like they pat you down it's more that if there's something in the cart that was missed or whatever then you know they just want to make sure that everything is that you got what you were supposed to like well hey wait this says three the things of water you only have two did they not put that in the cart so this is that job and they pay it looked like costco overall starts at like 17 bucks an hour and if you've been there long enough you continue to get raises and Mm -hmm. uh Costco's still making money, but there were a lot of people that allegedly were in like the nursing industry, I guess, making comments like I make less and I'm saving lives. It's like, well, don't blame her or Costco for paying her to do her job. Well, worry about you getting better compensation to do your job. And I don't know exactly where. And I said, I believe in Texas. But again, the cost of living between a place like dallas texas chicago illinois los angeles california and mm-hmm. you know dubuque iowa a little different so you can't go by ah oh, you're no. making 30 dollars an hour in some places 30 bucks an hour you can't even afford rent and food sure but people look at this and it's that knee-jerk reaction that you get from social media like how dare you how dare? yeah it's like come on it's just yeah well up. even before uh you know we we met this morning i was you know surfing around looking for clips and stuff and i saw something of uh who's that uh, ex football guy herschel walker i guess yes. his name is he a football guy right yes and uh, it was his son bitching about the price of gas right and he's standing he made a video he's standing at a gas pump and he's saying look at look at these prices joey did this whatever and and the, the, what everybody's saying is he's he's wearing a 1600 dollar i don't know what some fucking designer hoodie or something <laughs> 1600 bucks and so well wait a minute that that one thing has absolutely nothing to do with the other right does it but well, that's the exact right. same mindset of people going, she's making $29 an hour. And I do. Hey, you know what? If somebody can score rock stars and, and, and movie stars and so forth, if those guys can make elephant athletes, you know, elephant bucks, well, good on them. That's capitalism. I only get pissed when politicians make right. a lot of money because I fucking pay those salaries. I have a problem with that. Exactly. And Herschel is uh, running for office, I believe. He's been on Bill O'Reilly's show a few times. He's been on, I believe, with Beck. And he's a. Uh, a guy that is very conservative and should be running for office because he's already got a lot of respect from people for what he did on the football field. He does a lot for charity. And yeah, just because you might have a lot of money doesn't mean you don't understand yeah. that what you're putting into your gas tank has uh, doubled in the last year or so. Right. But yeah, how dare you have an opinion by? But that's, uh, but that's such a socialist commie outlook, you know. You've you know you, you let's all let's all be let's all be poverty stricken together. Yeah, you know, I mean it's just absurd, right? How dare you complain if you can afford it? Yeah, right. That's the concept. But uh, we've right. got this make a wish clip from you. Is there anything <laughs> oh, we need to guy. set this up? Sure. I just stumbled on this uh, in one of my uh, my uh, insomniac uh, sessions last night at about 3 a.m. I picked up my tablet, which I had set for the, you know, the blue light and very dark, so I wouldn't wake my <laughs> wife or moose. And uh, I just stumbled on this clip of this guy, and I thought, oh, this is the, the world has to hear this. <laughs> so, so uh, he, uh, it, you know, you, it kind of it's kind of self explanatory. But he he apparently the if you you know play them in order, the first one was sort of disproven, and then he has a second um, uh, kind of an answer to the first. One. But he's he's the guy's very funny. He's like he's like he's like a reincarnation. Well, he's still alive, but to, um, the Dice Man. 
Nice. Um, Andrew Dice Clay 2.0. That's what this guy reminds me of. Can Dice do his act today? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh please. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking people. I can't believe that these things are actually happening to our fucking country. I got a text, a message from a friend of mine here on Staten Island. His four-year-old kid. His ill four-year-old kid. Okay, is he trying to do a Dyson person? Right? Or is that just- exactly what I thought. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Yeah. Wow. The same intonation, same cadence. But that said, let me, you know, I grew up in New York. I knew a lot of fucking guys that sounded exactly, you know, Dice Man wasn't the first. Right. So, I, I, I mean, it could be an influencer, but there were guys that just did that organically. That's a very, very common sound in, in New York, in the boroughs. Yeah. Was refused by the Make-A-Wish Foundation for his fucking wish because he's not vaccinated at four fucking years old. You fucking people succumb to this fucking bullshit with this 99.7% survival rate fucking bullshit fucking virus. You should be ashamed of yourself the Make-A-Wish. Let me tell you something, Make-A-Wish Foundation. You're going to fucking wish that you never fucking made this decision. Come this week. After this weekend, I got shit to do. Next week, we're going to do something for this fucking kid, okay? And we're going to let the Make-A-Wish Foundation wish that they never made this fucking decision. You fucking idiots. Okay, now, here's what I'm, here's what I'm, okay, this, this is the exit strategy, Larry. All right. We hire this guy to read the news oh gold i mean can you imagine we would immediately upgrade cnn msnbc the world needs dudes (laughs) like that and the money quote the fucking the one that really had me like you know i almost fell out of bed laughing was when he says you know this weekend i got shit to do but after that (laughs) (laughs) then i'm coming for you then i'm coming for you fuck guys great guys gold yeah audio and visual gold yeah yeah, I would love to see this guy just reading the news like, hey, everybody, let me tell you about what the fuck went on today. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Better him than, uh, you know, Brian. Well, Brian Williams is gone, but any of them. I mean, shit, I but, listen to him all day long. Yeah, now that we know that the news is nothing but entertainment, why don't we actually go full yes. and make it entertainment? Agreed. Yeah. And so there's a follow-up now with, uh, follow up. with Mickey Mouse. With Mickey Mouse. So this and that. Oh, well, we don't allow it. We do allow it. We change the policy. Whatever. All we know is that the kid's not going through that foundation. The good news is, as I spoke to the CEO today of Wigs and Wishes, a foundation that is awesome. They make wigs that are real hair for cancer patients. 25,000 wigs they make a year. All volunteers, nonprofit, 501c3. They are picking it up. They are sending this kid and his family first class to Disney to see Mickey Mouse. And that's that kid's wish. Now, I'm donating $500, and you people want to help, and I know you do. We're going to make it happen for him and some other people. Now, go to wigsandwishes.org and write down, send this kid Rocco to Disney, because he's going to see Mickey Mouse. Seems like a much better thing to do than give to the Salvation Army, since uh, they've gone woke. (laughs) Haven't they, though? Yeah. But I love that delivery, too, kid. Send Rocco to see Mickey Mouse. It's beautiful. Well, this is how the system Rocco. should work, which is the government yeah. stays out of it and yeah. people have charitable, you know, contributions. They decide what they want to back. Yep. That would just make a whole lot more sense. But no, that is not what we get most of the time. But I want to hear this guy read the news. That would be absolutely awesome. Just yeah. make it, make it, yeah. the, make it the news coverage that we deserve to have. Yes. When re- 30 people get shot in Chicago, I want to hear how this guy covers that. Right? Yes. How refreshing. <laughs> or, the, you know, the cops saying, I'm not. He, he didn't. Apparently, this guy is some type. I looked up his website. You know, he's got a pretty sizable following on social media and Twitter and so forth. And he's an artist and he does these, uh, you know, patriotic pictures of flags and politicians and all kinds of things. And there was another great clip of him, but I, I didn't put it in because it was so visual. But I'm going to describe it anyway. He, 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 he said, here's an unveiling. I did a, I did a portrait of Mad de Blasio, you know, and he's got this <laughs> canvas on an easel with a, with a, with a tarp over it and he whips it down and it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, crazy painting of a, a, a jackass looking, <laughs> at the, looking at its ass. And then beneath it is a very, he did a very good rendering of, it looked like there was a, like a cannonball hole in the canvas, but it wasn't, he'd actually painted it. And he goes, this is de Blasio. He's an ass hole, ass hole. <laughs> 
I thought, I fucking love this guy. And he calls him by his proper name. His name is DeBlosio. So what's not to like? It's good that he's out of uh, New York. That's, uh, yeah. That's all the people from New York. I mean, again, yeah. leaving with this. Oh, if you want to work for any business, you have to be vaccinated. We know that's not going yeah. to, that's not going to stand. But. Yeah. But we'll well, see. You know, people always ask me, do, do you miss New York? And I always say, no, I, I don't. I mean, there's nothing about the, the physical place, the geographic place of, of New York. There's absolutely nothing. Not a good I pie? You can't get, can you get a good pizza in uh, L.A.? You know, back to the pizza. You get the best pizza and the best bagels, you know, but I can live without them. But I do miss dudes like him. There's nobody like that in Southern <laughs> California or anywhere. I mean, it's the only place you get that. There's kind of Boston sort of, but not. it, it lacks the spice and the, the acidity of uh of, of new york you know that's really it's the only place you get dudes like him you need to bring some guys like him down into the streets in la and san francisco yeah. to clean things up yeah that's right it would get yes, things sir. done uh, yeah. we do have a couple people to thank for today's show we are a value oh for value podcast and believe it or not the uh the winner today for the executive producer is a comic strip blogger Oh, wow. He's CSB. boosting. He is, he's talking about great art, man. That's him. <laughs> he is boosting again, which is, uh, it all came through the Magical Satoshi's Podcasting 2.0, newpodcastapps.com if you want to find out more about that. But he sent a little note, just greetings from comic strip blogger. Anybody interested in artificial intelligence is welcome to subscribe and listen to his podcast, which is AI.cooking. You can get that anywhere. And he does his little doodles, which are fun, too, at Comic Strip Blog. They are fun. Dot com. And he, he catches things and uh, he, he is not the uh, not the Rembrandt of drawing, but he gets the point across, which is what you he need. does. It's guerrilla art. Yes. He gets yes. that in, gets that out. But he sent in two boosts of three thousand three hundred and thirty three satoshis so that would be six thousand six hundred and sixty six satoshis which equals a whopping three dollars and 18 cents as of this morning it's going down again crypto is going down <laughs> it goes up it goes, it goes down. down it goes down yeah yeah which is a beautiful okay. thing and we appreciate that csb for you, csb for yeah. coming in and for listening and just hanging out with us and yeah uh, and now have, csb is he from uh, europe i think he is yeah, over he's there here. somewhere. He does not like when anybody talks about the location he's in. Okay, we won't talk about that. He's but just over there. Somewhere. He's a Polish guy, and oh. uh, he's well, now you he just gave it away, Darren. Christ's sake! <laughs> he's somewhere over in the EU, in the beautiful <laughs> EU, doing right. his thing, and uh, we, we appreciate that he takes time to listen. I don't know if our show with uh, Grumpy Old Ben's and Unrelenting, he likes to nap during the show. So I don't know what that says about the show. Uh oh. But uh, you know, again, when the shows are long enough, you can nap during yeah. and in between. But if anybody wants to take part in this whole value for value thing, it is the address you want to go to is planetrage.show. But you also want to go to thatlarryshow.com. Five years, really? That show's been around for five, five years now. Five years, man. Five years uh this this week. And I can't believe it. That was the, the first one I did was five years ago. And we're having a big fifth birthday celebration. Um, everybody's invited. You know, I, I'm always, you know, Mr. Solo. I'm the, you know, I'm the lone cowboy. Yes. Um, but uh, everybody's invited to uh, call the voicemail line. If you want to get in on the fun, the number is 302-715-2779. Or shoot me an email if you don't want to be heard. And I'll, you know, read what you say if it's not a bomb threat or something. And that's uh, <laughs> or, or a trick. Right. You're just or, like. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, random and that's numbers. That. You trigger a whole event. So, Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. And that's just that Larry show at gmail.com. And it's going to be you know, a lot of, you know, I'll answer questions and uh, we're going to fill in some blanks from, for, for some people. There's going to be, you know, a little bit look over the shoulder. You have to do a little bit of retrospection when you're talking a fifth anniversary like that. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to put a lot of, uh, a lot of muscle behind this one. So hope everybody joins in. Yes, and you unveiled in the last episode that your process is there's no damn process. There's no process. <laughs> there's, there's no process. That no. explains everything. How do you podcast? I guess, I guess it does. You, yeah. you sit down and whatever comes out, comes out. You know, that's the, that's the beauty of this yeah. type of a format. You don't have to be, you know, the guys like Rush Limbaugh who were able to do three hours a day, five days a week. 
I mean, God bless them because that is yes. not easy to do. I understand there's a lot more repetitive stuff coming out when you're on the radio, but your show's great because there's thank you news coverage. There's stories from your past. You don't know what you're really getting, which is kind of the format that I stole for random thoughts to just be like, okay, I'm just going to throw whatever that is that's well, on my mind at that time. You, and it works so well for you. And always, as I've always said, you know, you're probably the most sincere guy in podcasting. And so that always comes across in a big way. And as well, I always, I always learn something. Um, you know, like I said, for, because of Thanksgiving, I got a little bit behind on, uh, on auditing your episodes and I, the, the, I had no idea about that douchebag Chisholm in Waukesha. And he he should be charged as an accessory to murder, man, for what that guy did, shouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, when what to ten years ago plus, where it's like, well, I know what we're doing here is going to yeah. cause this to happen at some point. Yeah, yeah people are going to die if we cut if we cut felons loose, but I'm good with that. I mean, what? <laughs> well, because it's so unfair to have people put bail up. I just, it's a completely Holy different shit. world. Wow. I, and I think asshole. this is what's going to finally come back and bite a lot of these people in the ass because I think most people are of the mind that if somebody commits a crime, they should be held accountable for it. Pretty much. And when you start seeing repetitive bad things happening, and it's almost amazing that the news coverage gets out there that, well, this guy was just arrested three days ago for doing the same thing, but, you know, they just kicked him. Yeah. That gets tiresome when you, you know, Mm -hmm. it's your friends, family members, whoever that get, hurt because of this and you go wait this guy was out why you know law and order only works if you enforce the law Mm -hmm. no other way around it yep that is why uh that's why there's so much to rage about (laughs) the rage goes on forever yes it does (laughs) we will be back uh, next week for another episode on monday and let's see what do we got the the holidays are coming up so i don't know what your schedule is for like the 27th and the third but we can figure that out for next week or we can we can we'll figure it out we will figure it out we'll tag up before then yeah we'll get something in the can until next time everybody later The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Oh, world, going to shit.